Hello, my dirty, filthy whore bags, and welcome back to another episode of Queen's Table. It's your girl, Queen S. And we are here on this good old great Monday, starting off the week with a bang. Starting off the week with nothing but good vibes, with positive energy. We're putting that out there because we don't have time for nothing else, okay? So if you not have already, subscribe, listen, share, tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend, because y'all already know what time it is when it comes to our Table Talk conversations. So for today's Table Talk, are you teachable though? But are you teachable though? But are you teachable though? Okay. This is something that I kid y'all not. I literally came up with this as I was watching Girlfriends, okay? And I highly recommend everybody, male or female, to sit back and watch Girlfriends because I feel like Girlfriends kind of give you an insight on the black woman struggle and the black man struggle in different avenues and different scenarios. Um, I do like the fact that each girlfriend basically carried themselves a different way Um, They each have their own flaws and their shortcomings and their failures. Some of them can hold themselves accountable. Some of them cannot. And that's why we're here today. But the main episode that I was watching was uh, season five, I believe, episode two. Let Let me go back on my app to make sure I'm giving out the right information. Let's see. I'm not trying to play. Don't play. Okay, I lied. So it's season six, episode two, Odds and Ends. So this episode was basically when Maya and Darnell decided to remarry, you know, because they realized that, you know, they both never stopped loving each other. They both stopped, never stopped caring about each other. And um, they tried to work on their marriage again. And when they were trying to work on their marriage again, Maya started to realize that there were certain traits about Darnell that she thought just woke up one day and was gone and it no longer was present. But in actuality, nothing changed. And so they both had to kind of take a step back and ask themselves that this is something that I want to do. Is, is, is this something that I, I want to do? I know I love you. I know that I care about you. I know that we literally just got remarried like a few hours ago and we're already arguing. We're already doing this. We're already doing that. And the beauty in this episode, because I don't want to kind of, I don't want to ruin it, but I, but I want you guys to overall get my point. But towards the end of um, the episode, Darnell kind of took a step back and understood what Maya was telling him as far as, you know, how she felt like, you know, he was still trying to treat her like the 16 year old pregnant girl who he met, you know, and she's a woman now and she has needs and she has wants and she's just not going to roll over and just sit down. And he took her feelings into account and he came up with a great idea for them to try dating again, even though they were married for 13 years prior to them, you know, getting divorced and being separated for two years. He's like, let's try this dating thing and let's go from there. So I do highly recommend everybody to watch that episode because it is a very, very, very powerful lesson behind that episode. But that brings me here for today's Table Talk, okay? On today's Table Talk with Queen Sandra on Queen's Table, but are you teachable though, okay? I had to learn 
that there's a lot of people that cannot be teachable. They don't want to be teachable. It's not that they can't, they don't want to be teachable because they feel like, okay, if I'm allowing you to teach me something, then that means I lack something. That means there's something wrong with me. That means there's something that I'm short of to the point that you feel like you have to come and supply me with that. Whereas that's not always the case, okay? Being teachable just means that you're not always right and that's okay. Everybody should be able to be teachable, okay? With every relationship that you interact, whether it's platonic or not, you have to teach the person how to love you your way, too. They have to teach you how to love them their way, too. It's a give and take. It's I give to you, you give to me. I pour onto you, you pour onto me. And what happens is people get into these platonic or non-platonic relationships and they're not teachable, So I come to you and I say, ow, you hurt me. And instead of you acknowledging the fact that I said, ow, you hurt me, you're like, what, what you mean? I hurt you. I didn't do nothing to you. I, what you mean? I hurt you, you know? And so you're not always right. And that's okay. A man who knows everything knows nothing at all. And this was something that I had to, I had to take it into account for my own self. Okay. I used to walk around big Leo energy, big Leo vibes, okay? Like my shit didn't sink. You know, I walk around with my head up in the sky. Nobody can tell me what to do. Nobody can tell me how to say things. You know, I know what the hell I'm talking about. I've been through this. I've been through that. I've gone this far. So who are you to tell me anything different? I know what I know, what I know about myself. Yada, 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 yada. But the problem is... When you feel as if you know everything, you are no longer being a sponge. And in order for you to be a sponge, you have to soak in all the information that you need and that is given to you. For example, if you have a sponge and the sponge is wet, right? You could squeeze it and it'll come back to life. You could squeeze it again. It'll come back to life. You could drown it in as much water as possible with this sponge. You could drown it, drown it, drown it, drown it with as much water as possible. But guess what? When you lift up that sponge, that sponge will only hold the amount of water that that sponge can hold. Whereas if you have a sponge that don't have water, a sponge that's just sitting on the wayside, you touch it, it's it's hard. You try to twist it, it can't twist as, as, as easy as it would have been if it was underwater. You know, you wouldn't be able to scrub or get rid of that stain is quick because it's hard. Being a sponge means that you are open to receiving all the information that is being brought to you so that you could move better, so that you could be better, so that you could do better. Your ultimate purpose in life should be a sponge under water instead of a sponge out of water. Because a sponge out of water, you can't soak up nothing. You can't go nowhere. You can't do any improvement. You're just there. You're like SpongeBob out of water. Water! Head ass. You know, you can't do nothing. You out of water. You ain't got nothing. You dry. Y'all seen the episode with SpongeBob when he didn't have water? He looked sick. They looked deadly. Water! I need water! You know, be a sponge under water, okay? Take in as much information that is being brought to you, as much information that is given to you. Soak up what you need and be 
better and do better, okay? But are you teachable though? But are you teachable though? But are you teachable though? That is the golden ticket that you have to ask yourself, but are you teachable though? I had to also learn, you know, within my own walk of trying to be more teachable because I wasn't someone who was teachable. I'm going to tell you that straight up, you know, like I said, big Leo vibes, big Leo energy. Okay. But as I got older and I started realizing, you know, my own issues and my own faults and shortcomings and my own flaws, I had to realize that the only way to live in your truth is by being teachable, by being bendable, by being open and transparent with not only your walk, but your walk with others as well. You know, you cannot run from your flaws. We're taught to run from our flaws. We're taught to look at our flaws as some, as some shame, as some, oh my gosh, this is what you're working with. Oh my gosh, keep that to yourself. But it's like, don't run from your flaws, walk towards them. By you walking towards your flaws, you are providing acknowledgement that they exist, okay? You're holding yourself accountable saying, hey, I realize I'm not the best communicator. Hey, I realize I'm not the best financial partner. Hey, I realize I could work better with teaching you how to love me or I could work better with my tone or whatever the case is. You're acknowledging that there's a problem and that it exists. And now after that acknowledgement, it comes asking for assistance in correcting yourself. With my own walk and me finding my own flaws and realizing my own flaws for what they were. After I had a sit down conversation with myself, because, you know, I I do have a lot of me time and I would highly suggest everybody to kind of give themselves at least one to two hours out of the week of me time, whether that is you sitting down, chilling, watching your favorite show and your phone is on do not disturb or you just not being on social media. Like you have to provide yourself some sort of me time throughout the week or you're going to go crazy. But I digress. But with my own walk, after I acknowledged my flaws for what they were, I sat back and I wrote them down and I prayed over them and I asked God, I said, God, this is where I need correction. Correct me. Assist me in correcting myself so that I could not only be a better person, but I could be a better partner. I could be a, I could be a better sister. I could be a better daughter. I could be a better friend. You know, correct me along the way. The only way to do that is to acknowledge that your flaws exist. And then ask for assistance in correcting them. Okay? One thing about them scars. They're going to always heal. Sometimes they do take a little bit longer. And that's perfectly okay. That's perfectly okay. The main goal in life is to be teachable. The main goal in life is to be a sponge. The main goal in life is to make sure that you are seizing every opportunity to be better, seizing every opportunity to do better, seizing every opportunity to do what is needed to get you to the next level, the next version of yourself, the next better version of yourself, okay? But are you teachable though? (laughs) But are you teachable though? That's a question that you have to ask, you know? And it's a hard pill to swallow because sometimes you have to realize that people may not see you the way that you see yourself. You know, I, once again, was someone who was a know-it-all, you know, and I've always been someone who was very 
knowledgeable when it comes to the power of my tongue. And, you know, I made sure that I always carried myself with honoring my truth and making sure that I allow other people to honor their truths too, you know, and I used to be so aggressive with my approach. And when I would be so aggressive, I would just be like, you know, the truth hurts, you know, take it how it comes, you know, this is, this, this, this is what you need to say. I'm not going to sugarcoat shit to you, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. But it wasn't until someone literally sat me down and said, listen, Sandra, I know you mean well, but the way that you was coming at me, I felt attacked. And by me having that sit down conversation with that person, that was a teachable moment because I had to learn that I can't talk to everybody the same way, even though my passion is still my passion, even though I still want everyone to walk in their truth. I still want everyone to know how powerful and great you are. I still want everybody to know that all the tools that you need to succeed is already instilled in you. That's why God made you exactly the way that you were. You know, I still exude this type of energy, but I had to take a step back and realize, okay, maybe aggressiveness is not the best way to go about it. And then I had to take a even I had to take another step and say, why was that my first step? Why why do I feel like I had to be aggressive in order to get the message across? And then I had to take a closer look. Okay, so growing up, I never seen a civil conversation in my household. My household conversations between my parents have never been civil. It's always been toxic. It's always been, you know loud and obnoxious and disrespectful and no one's listening to each other and it's whoever's louder it's whoever you know deems the most aggressive in the conversation quote unquote wins the conversation so as a child if this is the type of um if this is the type of of visualization that I have of a quote-unquote healthy conversation, a quote-unquote healthy dialogue between two adults, then this is what I'm going to perceive as, okay, so by me yelling, well, not necessarily yelling, but by me being aggressive, I'm going to get my point across. And it wasn't until someone told me about myself that I had to take a step back. And once again, you're not living for anyone. You're not living to please anyone. Okay. I don't want people to get that mixed up. You're not living to please anyone. You're supposed to live to please yourself and God, nobody else. However, sometimes you do need that outside eyeballs to tell you, Hey, sweetie, baby girl. <laughs> no, this ain't for you. Or, Hey, I need you to correct this. You know, Sometimes you need that. So once again, take what you need. Be that sponge. You know, soak in what you need and let go of whatever else that you don't need. Okay? But you have to always be teachable. Okay? You have to go through life being teachable. You have to go through life being a sponge in water. Do not be a sponge out of water. Just dry. Okay? Just dry. Thinking that you don't need you don't need to suck up nothing else. Baby, I got everything that I need in this dry-ass pen. No. Soak it up. Soak in all the information that's given to you because there's power in conversations. There's power in conversation. That's why there's power in the tongue. There's power in conversations. Conversations can either make or break your spirit. Conversations can either make or break 
the way that you see yourself, the way that you see your potential, the way that you see your growth, the way that you see where you're at, the way that you see where you're headed. You know, conversations are very important. And so sometimes you do need an outside factor to tell you about yourself. And there's nothing wrong with that. Why? Because you got to be teachable. Okay. But are you teachable though? But are you teachable though? Okay. When it comes down to being teachable, I was having a conversation with one of my homegirls and we were talking about blast from the past, right? And she was just like, no, hell no. I would never talk to nobody from my past and blah, 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 this and blah, 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 that. And that was, I'm not going to lie to you, you know, a couple of years ago, Sandra was the same exact person. But what I had to realize is it's okay to ask for a do-over if the opportunity presents itself in a beneficial manner. Okay, it is okay to ask for a do-over if the opportunity presents itself in a beneficial manner. Okay, what I mean by that is sometimes you will get a blast from the past to see if you've grown, to see if you've corrected your flaws and your shortcomings, to see if you acknowledge your shortcomings and your flaws, and to see if you actually want to move better and do better and be better. Once again, I'll use myself as an example because y'all know Sandra don't bring nothing to the table that I haven't already lived and experienced myself. Or, you know, I don't ever want to give you guys any type of information or feedback that I I wouldn't do for myself first, you know. So when it came to me realizing that there was a lot of teachable moments that I wasn't ready to be one with, you know, with my flaws and stuff like that. And then once I, you know, wrote them down and had that conversation with God and he kind of brought everything to light for me, I went back and I reached out to a couple of different people and I apologized. I apologized for the way that I handled certain situations, for the way that I spoke when it came to certain situations, the way that I didn't listen in certain situations. And I gave them that acknowledgement because It's not always about doing it for them. It's really about doing it for you, saying that, hey, I acknowledge that this was my fault. I acknowledge that this was my wrongdoing. I'm sorry here. And whether the person chooses to receive it or not, you know, that's between them and themselves and God. I ain't got nothing to do with you. But as long as you know that you put your best foot forward, then everything else will fall into place. And so when it comes to a beneficial manner, is by me allowing this person back in my present life as a present person, are they beneficial to my growth? Too many times we'll get a blast from the past. Too many times we'll try to reconciliate with people that we wanted so bad. And in the process of us getting back together, we carry everything from the past. We carry everything from the past chapters of our history into this newness. And you can't do that. And the reason why you can't do that is because as long as you keep going back to the past as hindsight, going to the past as, oh, remember that one time or remember that one time, you're not using the person that's in front of you in a beneficial manner. You're not using this person, the blast from the past, in a beneficial manner to your person right now. 
And the reason why you're not doing that is because you're still holding on to the history that you guys had. But you have to also remember that the history that you guys had, that was prior to you coming to find out what your flaws was and acknowledging your flaws and your shortcomings and accepting your flaws and shortcomings for what they were and asking for forgiveness or asking for a sense of clarity or a sense of direction. That was before your newness. So it's not fair to your newness and the blast from the past newness to now, hey, I'm new. Hey, I'm new, but I've known you for five years, so I'm going to carry on the five years of history that I know of you. No, because I'm not the same person that I was five years ago. I'm not the same person that I was three months ago. I'm not even the same person that I was two weeks ago. So if you're going to have a blast from the past, if an opportunity presents itself in a beneficial manner, you have to accept that person for who you see in front of you, not who they were. That's where it gets tricky is because we'll get people from the past popping up and we bring all the history with them. We bring all the hurt with it. We bring all the damages and all that. All, we, we bring everything. We're like, oh, here. Oh, you back. Oh, remember this? Oh, remember that? Oh, remember this? Oh, remember that? Oh, remember this? And it gets overwhelming. Why? Because you're not even allowing yourself to accept your newness for what it is without carrying everything else on top of that. And so... You want to say hi? Come. So just say hi. Hi. Say your name. What's your name? I'm Fortnite. That's not your name. What's your name? Iron. What is your name? Is not Iron Man. What's your name? Cameron. Cameron. Hi guys. This is my nephew, Cammy. He came in and he seen me recording. He's like, "Hey, can I say something?" See, this is our voices. Why is voices? Yeah, that's our voices. Why? Because I'm recording. Ah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna watch TV. You gonna go watch TV? That's in my in my dad's. Okay. So, like I was saying, you know, if you're going to get a blast from the past. You owe yourself, okay, your newness. Remember, because you're a sponge now. You're soaking in all the things that you need, all the things that you want. And so with that being said, you have to allow yourself and your blast from the past to enjoy y'all present without the past BS. Because the person that you was once, the person they was once isn't the same person today that is holding acknowledgement, that's holding accountability, that's accepting their faults and their shortcomings and is allowed a conversation. Don't get me wrong. Don't go crazy now and, you know, make rash, irrational decisions and stuff like that. You know, always start with a conversation from this blast from the past and, you know, you know you better than anybody else. So make the best decision for yourself. But with you being teachable, it is okay to ask for a do-over if the opportunity presents itself in a beneficial manner. Because there's beauty in growth. There's beauty in conversations. There's beauty in knowing, dang, you know, I could have done this differently. I could have worked this differently. I could have, you know, handled the situation differently. And you never know. God might be like, okay, 
So you learned your lesson. Let's see if you learned your lesson. And boom, this person knocks at your door. And you have to ask yourself, did I really learn all my lessons? Do, do, do I, did I really get what I needed to get out of this situation? Am I really teachable right now? Am I really doing what I need to do to get where I need to get to or not? But are you teachable though? <laughs> are you teachable though? Are you teachable though? Be open to what's behind your corrections, okay? Be open to what's behind your corrections. I am in a such a transparent place in my life that there's no words to explain it. Like that's just that's just the best way that I could say transparent because I just feel like I'm I'm so open and honest with my own self that it's like if someone can come up to me and say, "Hey, Sandra, you make me feel this way." Instead of me feeling attacked or instead of me feeling like, "Damn, I'm a fucked up person" or "Damn, there's something wrong with me." I could literally sit here and say, "Okay, I didn't mean to make you feel that way, but give me an insight as to how I made you feel that way or what did I say to make you think that I that I intentionally meant to make you feel this way and go from there. You know, at, life is going to always be life, okay? Life is going to always knock you down. Life is going to always give you the short end of the stick sometimes. You know, you're going to have your really really good highs and you're going to have your really really bad lows. But through it all, you have to hold yourself accountable for your own growth. You have to hold yourself accountable for the lessons that you need to learn and whether or not you're learning them in a timely manner. That all falls on you. Self-growth begins with me. Self-growth begins with being honest with myself and then with others. I can't be honest with others if I can't be honest with myself, if I can't be honest with my truth and my shortcomings and my faults and my flaws, how can I sit here and expect someone else to be honest and transparent with me? How can I expect someone else to want to grow with me and want to get to know me if I can't even get to know myself? You know, accountability goes a very long way when it comes to whether or not you're teachable. Because in order for you to be teachable, you have to hold yourself accountable saying, hey, this is something that I need to relearn or this is something that I never knew I needed to learn or this is something that I needed right now at this very moment to learn. You know what I'm saying? And so I'll just leave y'all with this, okay? Being teachable is a blessing. Being teachable is a, is is beautiful because that means you're ever growing you're ever changing you're not limiting yourself to your own expectations you're not limiting yourself to the world's expectations you're not limiting yourself to your family your friends expectations you're open to whatever life and god has to throw at you and you're a sponge underwater once you get out that water and you squeeze it you take out all that you need and you fill yourself back up with what you need. From a dirty sponge to a clean sponge. You know, you can get the dirtiest of the dirt sponge. Throw that bit underwater. Squeeze the sponge a couple of times. Squeeze it a couple of times. Squeeze it a couple of times. Squeeze it a couple of times. It's going to come back. 
It may be a little bit dirty. It may have a little scars, a little bit of a little bit of something, something but it's gonna come back to life. You feel me? It's gonna always come back to life. Why? Because a sponge and water can do that. A sponge and water can always come back to life. But a sponge out of water, baby, is gonna always be dry. Okay? So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode of Table Talk on Queen's Table. But are you teachable though? If you not have already, subscribe, check out our past following episodes below. I hope you guys have a safe and productive week, okay? Don't let nobody rain on your parade. Learn from your flaws. Don't run from it. Walk towards them. Acknowledge that they exist and ask for assistance in correcting them so that you can correct yourself and eventually correct yourself with others, all right? And until next time, my dirty, filthy whorebacks, hugs and kisses, y'all. Hugs and motherfucking kisses. Mwah!